Shalom, and uh, need I say, dare I say, aloha? Aloha! Welcome to the Man Dog Pod. It's the Improv and Conversation Podcast. Every time I say the title, I think I'm not in love with the title of our podcast. <laughs> uh, you ready for a change? Yeah, but it's the name of our business account. It's the name of our <laughs> LLC. I think we're stuck, dude. Uh, we're committed at this point. <laughs> but... The name is the only thing. I love the content. I love the people. I'm Dan Lippert. That's Ryan Rosenberg. How's it going, Ryan? Hey, folks. Hey, Dan. I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm in a. Uh, uh, I think I'm in a good mood. Yeah, I mm-hmm. am. I had like I think. a. We we've got a long night of podcasting, which is great. But sometimes uh-huh. when your job's at night, I don't do a lot during the day, and then I feel uh-huh. guilty, even though it is work that I'm about to do. Yeah. What are you supposed to work? Ten hours? No, no way. Never. Never. I? That's why you're a comedian. So you'd never have to work that hard. That's right. Four a day is enough. Um, yeah. But uh, quickly throw this out there if you listen for the first time or if you just need a reminder. We are also on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash the man now dog. That's how we make it. So we only have to work four hours a day. So That's check right. that out. You can see the video of this and all our episodes. You can hear extended scenes from all the episodes. And, uh, and let's extra- be honest. It's where we put the funniest scenes. Best scenes. All the scenes are good, but the best ones are unfortunately behind the paywall. You know, yeah. You know when you see a comedy show and you and your friends leave and you're all like, that scene was so good. That's the scene you're going to have to pay for, sadly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Thanks. enjoy the free ones. Yeah. Enjoy If you do enjoy the free ones, there's even more of that available to you. Yes. Uh, so check that out. And without... Further ado, uh, we have a couple guests today that we're very excited to have on for the first time. Um, they are the hosts of the PS I Love Romcoms podcast. I'm going to introduce, I said they are, but I'm going to introduce them one at a time so you can get used to their voices. Not used to, <laughs> their voices are great, but so you can understand them. Anyway. We don't want to dump these two voices on you right <laughs> this is gonna at be one a tough, time. <laughs> a tough hour for everybody, so we want to make sure... We're easing you into the bathtub of these hot voices. Uh, Allie Jennings. Allie, how's it going? Hi. I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, something kind of fun is that uh, is that um, people, we've gotten a lot of uh, comments that me and my voice sound a lot alike and that people mm-hmm. have trouble telling us apart. So good <laughs> That's luck. That's interesting. Good I- luck. <laughs> What, was I, that two of them? <laughs> that, <laughs> or was that me responding to myself? <laughs> um, I 1,000% disagree with those people. Um, I do not Make think their opinion. voices sound similar. But let's test it out right now and bring on the other host of the PSL of Rom-Coms podcast and our other guest, Mia Shuffler. Hi, Mia. Hi, this is Mia's voice. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? <laughs> or is it? <laughs> or is this Mia's voice? <laughs> Everybody vote at home. Which voice was that that you just heard? <laughs> uh, 
do you all have an opinion about people saying that? Um, I'm I'm neutral toward to it because uh, this is um well tr- like trotted territory for me and Allie. Allie and I once went on a cruise together, and I don't think we looked that much alike. People were convinced we were twins. So they were they were absolutely convinced we were physical twins. We told them we weren't twins. They got drunk. And they forgot that we told them we weren't twins. And they were like, oh, my God, you guys are twins. And then we were like, sure, we're twins. So uh, we don't see it, but people seem to think so, that we have similarities. So we go, okay. It doesn't offend me. Ali, I don't know. Does it bother you? No, Mia's really cute and has a beautiful voice. So I can use a compliment. (laughs) Yeah, Ali has the voice of an angel. So, you know. (laughs) Thank you. I I guess I do sound like that. I I might be one of those idiots that couldn't tell Superman from Clark Kent because I would be like, they can't be twins. Mia has glasses on. (laughs) I I fully don't see the similarity. No, it's fair. It's we don't I don't we don't really look I mean we we're both I don't know. We just have eyebrows and hair of like similar colors, probably. Yeah. yeah. Now that you say the eyebrows and hair, I kinda see it, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we both have two eyebrows and hair on yes. our head. Yeah, so right. that could could that could throw you, but no, that's honestly all four of us are looking remarkably similar <laughs> now that now that that's the uh gauge. Um I I get it a lot on um because i never like i have a pretty unique voice i think um so i never get it on like podcasts really but i will have people constantly being like hey did you voice this animated character and it's never yes uh (laughs) so but but it is like uh now it's become one of those things where it's like well why am i not doing this then If if, if someone else that sounds like me is why am i not getting paid for it also yeah, get some I, of that guy's money. I know. Yeah, I've heard that guy and thought it was you before as you, well. This exact and, guy. You, we think it's yeah. the same guy every time. Mm, I, I don't know. No, I don't. I think it's I maybe, but pro- maybe not. I think you fall into like a vocal quality category, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What is, you could definitely get some of their money. Baritone? Is that your what? Is, what's a deep voice? Is baritone or bass lower? Bass. I don't know. Yeah. Bass is lower. You could sell like whiskey and stuff. Oh, like, absolutely. Oh, really? Ads and stuff like that. Voiceover. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would buy whiskey from your voice. Thank well, you. Or Ford. You know, a Ford uh-huh. when they're whiskey like. Whiskey or Ford. A Ford. When yeah, they're like, a Ford's yeah. off roading out. You have like a very yeah. manly voice. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I am fearful that if I tried to do a whiskey commercial, I would try to sound cool and it would be really inauthentic where it'd be like, mm-hmm. when you're out with the guys. <laughs> And all you want is a cup of ice brown. It's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> perfect so that's far. Good, that's good, Dan. Oh, this is good? But, yeah. but you like yeah. shoot yourself in the foot and you're like, no, no, that's not. That's, I don't. No, I can't do I only it. have like two male yeah. friends. We wouldn't do that. Yeah, we wouldn't yeah. Do that. I don't believe this So character. I'm out there and we're like, hey, guys, how about a whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I know, Dan. I want to sound the same. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> Well, um, I said, well, like I had a transition, but it's just because I dropped something and then it totally took my brain out of the conversation. What did you drop? Nothing Let's use it. What'd you drop? Pretty interesting. uh, Well, are you familiar with these? You can get, I think they're um, from the Elsa collection of uh, magnetic things that you can get at the container store. You know, they have like different like. What do they call that? It's not a collection. There's like a weird word for like... Like a line or something? Yeah, it's like a line, whatever it is. But they're little like cool looking magnets that you can put on a, a whiteboard. 
Mm. What, so what makes them have anything to do with the frozen character it's not, Elsa? It's not her. Yeah, it's not her. I, oh, it's Elfa, I think. E L F A. Well, that makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. Elf, mm-hmm. Elfa. Is yeah. that a character? <laughs> it is not at all related to a character. It's like for adults, <laughs> so it's not uh, like branded as a character. It's just. <laughs> Oh, I only buy things that are like <laughs> Disney characters or like <laughs> stuff for children. Oh, okay. Um, I will say that these did uh, need to learn that uh, true the true love was between them and their siblings, not uh, the love of a man. So, in a way, <laughs> that's a good uh, message. They are for your like magnet. Elsa, yeah. Yeah, love feminist mag. <laughs> but I've been playing with them because you simply—I mean, this is for the video. Yes, they, they push each other away. And the folks, really again, oh. this is for the video. This is really great content. Dan is holding these tiny, really interesting magnets that you just have to see. I can't even explain them right up to the camera. But I used to think <gasps> they're touching. They're touching, but the middles Whoa. are. I can't get the middles to touch, just the edges. Wow. Um, and that's conflict, everybody. That's, that. It's drama and mm-hmm. it's stressful. They're both drawn together together, but also repulsed by each other. That's very interesting. Yes. That's very a, relatable. Re, and what relationships are like, I would say. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I hate to you know say it, but obviously a huge a, rom-com trope is... Like a rom-com, yeah. I would say like oh, a, wow. enemies to lovers kind enemies of a thing. Enemies to lovers right there with the alpha magnets. Okay. Yeah, maybe one of the magnets you know, you know, works at a, a in a some kind of form of print media and the other right. magnet owns a small business uh-huh. and uh, uh-huh. one has to write a secret article about the other, you know? I mean, it's Whoa. all there. Is it's that a real there. rom-com trope? Is that 10 Things yeah. I Hate About oh. You? No, no Secret I mean, Exposé? Uh, yeah, Secret Exposé. Oh, that's in everything. That's in Definitely Maybe, uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That's the one I was thinking about, not 10 Things I Hate About You. Roman Holiday. 27 Dresses. <laughs> Everyone's secretly writing articles about their love interest. It's oh, it's so good. It's one of my It's so good. Ones. God, I want someone to write a secret article about me so badly. Really? <laughs> yes. Only if it's good, though. <laughs> only, only if they're in love with me, not if they're, like, revealing a scandalous truth about me. Right. Only if they're deeply in love with me. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. take down. You don't want someone who yeah. has a crush on you to take you down for some reason. Yeah. Oh, you like know what? Dresses. I just remembered in college. Ooh. No. Somebody wrote a <laughs> secret. Somebody wrote <laughs> a scathing <laughs> takedown of me because they were in love with me. <laughs> someone was in love with me and they wrote a one man show about me. <gasps> no. no. Yeah. And, and I how... didn't know until I went to the one man show. Oh, my Lord. And how was the show? Really great? <laughs> I mean, oh, no. <laughs> one-man sh- oh, one no. shows are really hard to <laughs> be really good. Like, it's it's hard because there's something kind of inherently che- cheesy about them. And, and um, this was the first one-man show this person had ever done. So there was, you know, room to grow. You're very sweet. Mm. That's a very kind review of a scary thing someone did about you. (laughs) How did you learn it was about you? Were there did he say literally like Allie, or was it like specifics about that your experience together? No, I think like the the like pseudonym I had was like Ellie or like Lola or something like that, and then it was just like a bunch of the things that happened in the show were things we did like dates 
you know, like mm-hmm. times we've hung out and like things that we've said. Um, although he misremembered some of the things I said. Oh, so, you know, you know, I, but um, yeah. Still want a secret article though. I am just remembering <laughs> now um, that you w- were in the same theater school that I went to different times. Was this Eric Truel's class? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, no, in, this guy, in this guy's defense, Eric Truel's nice guy, a little wacky, ran for mayor of San Francisco as a clown, uh, yes. was the clowning and improv teacher at USC. His one-man show class consisted of telling you all the moments where you had to step to a different part of the stage. Like, that's all it was, is there was a lot of, like, walking forward and being like, it's, uh, I'm 17 years old, and I just found out I have HPV. Turn. Cross, cross, cross. Sit down. (laughs) HPV affects one-third. It's like this weird, very, uh, like, emotionless direction. So in the defense of the guy that wrote the show, it might have been hard for him. Did you take that class, Dan? Not only did I do a one-man show. Yes! <laughs> I, my story was about a girl in college. Oh, God. Who I had an unrequited love for. <laughs> you guys, oh, big reveal. Shit. Dan wrote his oh one-man show God. about me. Okay. Welcome to the podcast. Oh I didn't want to names, but it was Dan. <laughs> Oh, no. Did she go to your show, Dan? No, it, it was go? I had transferred, so it was at a different college. I didn't transfer because oh. of her, don't worry. Um, but <laughs> I, it was someone who I had had a crush on, and um, at, at my house, we had had, like, a, a party, I guess. We didn't have, like, ragers, but we had, like, a party. We had friends over, and a friend of mine asked me if he could hook up with her in my bed, and I said <gasps> yes. So no. I slept oh, on the couch that night. Dan. Oh, buddy, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Oh. It's okay. Um, and did he also write like a, a one, one person show? Yeah, his was called <laughs> Cucking My Loser Friend. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> it plays a rave that for is you. Now, yeah. That's John Mulaney. That's Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that class was very funny. I, I, I feel like I have a million stories about it um, because it was just so like. It was college kids who didn't have a lot of vulnerabilities trying to discover what they could be vulnerable about, but, like, not actually digging deep into anything that they... Because all their friends are coming to the show. So it's, like, a weird... At least that was my experience with it. Yeah. 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 I went to something similar when I was in college. I, like, went to this guy's show. It wasn't a one-man show, but it was, like... It was similar where it was, like, he wrote the show, the girls who were acting in the show were playing real girls in the acting program who had hooked up with this guy. Oh my God. And everybody like knew that's what was happening. And the girls in it were like, yeah, I'm playing so-and-so who's a real person. And, uh, and, and, like, all, and I have nothing. I don't feel bad about it at all. It was and then they all did, like this interpretive dance about like how much they liked the guy. And I was just like, this is it, theater schools are so similar. It sounds oh, <laughs> like an interpretive dance. Yeah, they did this thing where they were. It was actually kind of beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> they all were like expressing like pain at different times. It was like the same physical pain, but like on like different loops. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sounds sounds similar though to what you guys. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> more, at least a little more like artistic, I guess, than what we did. There's at least some sort of artistic <laughs> experience going on there. Yeah, 
Yeah, what you're describing is a type of speech and debate category, <laughs> which is called, imp- I think it's called impromptu. And we had the same thing where you had to stand, when you, you would make a point, so you would stand, you would do a diamond shape. So when you made your first point, you would stand to the left, and then you make your second point, you'd go to the tip of the diamond, and uh-huh. then you make your third point, and then you'd return for your closing. Interesting. Wow. And I'm sure that people are like, why am I so convinced? Yeah. It's like, wow, that person really was like walking with their points. And, so yeah. naturally from place to place. <laughs> I wasn't like really convinced, life. but then they hit the fourth point of the diamond and I was fully sold. Like, oh, shit. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming in for rehearsal. Um, I really, really appreciate you guys helping me do my one-man show. And, um, well... One man directed show. Obviously, you guys are in it, but um, the focus is going to still be a lot about me and my relationship with Diana. Well, I am just happy to be putting together any sort of art, and I'm happy to help you process however you need to, because that's what I believe we're all in this for. Absolutely. I just really wanted to get the intensity of our relationship out onto the stage. You know what I mean? It just, I couldn't hold it in myself anymore. And the only thing I know how to do is create. So I really appreciate having wonderful, genius collaborators like you guys. Totally, totally, Michael. And thank you, you know, so much for letting me be involved. I know that that was a really intense two and a half week relationship you were in. It was so intense. Full full of ups and downs. Like the two dates that you went on were, I mean, reading the script, heartbreaking. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, Michael. When, when I was asked to come on board this project, you know, I was afraid to see a man be so vulnerable about such a painful time in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And to think that you guys still have to work within the same university system, you know, and how you, you know, you don't, you don't run into her, but you know, she's at the student union Mm -hmm. at a certain time before you. I mean, I don't know how you get through the day. Well, it's tough. Again, I just turn my turmoil into art, you know, so I really, again, I cannot thank you guys enough. Why don't we get ready for the first scene at In-N-Out Burger? Does that work for you guys? Excellent. Okay. So you guys obviously are background. Um, You'll be in and out servers who are coming over repeatedly to ask us if we want more water. Um, It's just going to be me sitting across from Diana, who, of course, will not be there on stage. Right. Oh, oh, Michael. And that's sort of the thing. You know, it's it's me and her at the date, but really it's just me because she never (sighs) saw me. Right. Mm. And, okay. Um, I just want to say, I, I I don't even want to say anything. I just want to work. So never mind. Let's just do Great. it. Let's do Great. it. Well, are you impressed that I got you two burgers? Because I know you were hungry. Say something. Seriously, say something. Oh, Excuse me, yes. You, is that, would you like more water? I would love more water. Thank you. And I think more for my date. You're welcome. Goodbye. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, I know. It is a pretty nice car, isn't it? I appreciate the compliment. I know I've been giving you compliments all night before this, but I appreciate you finally returning one to me. More salt on the fries? (laughs) No, I know, I know. Two packets is a lot, but I really think that three is the way to go. Yes, three full packets of salt. That's what I want. And if you don't want that, I don't know if we can be together. Hi, sir. Hi. Um... 
So it looks like the... Hey, step back from her, sir. <laughs> that is oh. her honor that I must protect. Oh, really? I don't think this woman is honorable at all. Look at her ugly clothes. Did she even do her hair for this date? You rap scallion, feel the back of my glove. Oh, once again, I've been bested by a real man. <laughs> once I again, that's right. I know I've never seen you before, but you're... Okay, That sorry, that really threw me. That was sort of a little bit of an ad lib, and it kind of just took me out of the scene. I'm sorry. I just, you were being such a real man, I, you know. Thank and you. In, in my character's backstory, what I was saying is I'm constantly, because I, I was up all night kind of doing backstory stuff, and, 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 and I'm constantly being bested by other people, and this is just another day in my life that I'm, I am losing as to what wow. I had kind of prepared. That's really amazing. I love all the thought you've put into it. My only question is, is it still about Diana? I really don't mm -hmm. know if it's about Diana not understanding me if you're in there so much. I loved Dina, the water. The water oh, was oh. perfect. Okay. Thank you. That actually came from, um, I was at a restaurant recently and that was a real, so that's what the waiter was like. And I, that's where I was sort of going with that. I know? could totally tell the motivation was perfect. Oh, gosh, that's so rewarding to hear. I maybe just want to make an observation, and I don't know what to do with it, but it's just something I'm feeling. This is a fully open and creative space. I appreciate it. Is I know that I am currently dating Dina, and um, I know that you asked her out recently, uh, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm feeling like maybe the way notes are happening here, not that Dina didn't do great just now, but is more that's about... Uh, you're welcome, babe. More about that. Mm. Well, you're being disruptive, and I think we should just get into the next scene. Why don't we just get into the next scene? Um, this one is called um, Jiffy Lube. <laughs> oh. Jiffy Lube. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, we'll take, we'll take one oil change. This is her car. I got this one, babe. What? No, it's not a problem. I can totally handle a Valvoline oil change. Do you want the synthetic? Yeah, I can do that too. Pretty impressive, right? I think it's pretty impressive. No, Sorry. I know. I was just overheard your conversation. And um, are you guys dating? Because I'd love to date you. You know so much about oil. <laughs> That's so funny. I get that a lot. I do know a lot about oil. Yeah, we're dating. Hot and heavy. So I guess I'd say I'm taken with Diana. Diana, I think I love you, babe. Should we top it off? Oh, so romantic. <laughs> Damn. I guess I'll have to try again. Hey, sweetie, oh. thank you so much. But uh, I'm only one man, you know? <sighs> Wish you had a twin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, me too. He would be tight. Anyway, Diana, where do you want to go after this? What about the drive-in? Maybe you pay this time? Excuse me? Would you guys like some more water? <laughs> Oh, my God. I would love a top-off. That would be fantastic. Oh, good. I'll be right back. Goodbye. Okay. Thank you so much. That water girl was pretty cool, actually, huh? Are you thirsty? Okay, let's cut. Oh, my God. That wow. felt incredible. That felt really good. I, <laughs> thank you guys so much. I, so I, I, I'm just following the narrative and everything. You said you went on two dates. So this is date two. You said you loved her and it was to take her to pay for her oil change? 
Yeah, well, I just figured, you know, smart girl like her, maybe a little down and out. I probably need to take care of that oil. I, I know a lot about oil. I guess that was part partially braggadocious. I do know a lot about oil, and I wanted to kind of put that into mm. But it's real. Yeah. Michael, it's real. It's true. It's what happened. You Dina, knew about the oil. so much. You were like a real artist. When I look into your God. eyes, I'm like, man, she definitely wears all black. I do. How do you? Oh my God! How, that's crazy that you know that. I'm. Yeah, well, I do. And um, you could know that by looking at Lyle. You. Can you back off a little bit? <laughs> Lyle, hun. Sorry. Um, I. All right. I will. I will. I just. I did notice that in that scene we kind of ended before the part that I had emailed back and forth with you about. Um, and I just want to say I think Dina, you're doing a wonderful job. Thanks, babe. You're welcome, babe. It does seem like. Similar to the last scene. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. In what? Okay. Okay. Yeah, Dina, thanks for sticking up with me. In what way, actually? In what way was it similar? That's a good point, Dina. Yeah, I'm sorry, Lyle, but it's just if you're going to, you know, make observations, it's, you know, what's this really about? You know, why are they, was it that similar, what, what was similar about it? One was it an in and out? One was it a jiffy loop? Sh- and I thought. I'll shut up. Sorry. I was just bringing up a creative kind of idea I was having or something I was noticing, but it's clearly not welcome here. And not part of the process, and I'm overstepping my boundaries. I just want to say I really appreciate all of you guys. You're really helping bring my sorrow to the stage for joy. And I think that's a really beautiful process. I also just want to say that the wardrobe you ended up giving Tanya's character really sexualizes her in a way that... Because we're all just wearing all blacks. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if Tanya feels that way, but I feel the need to speak up on her behalf just in case. Um, I am a little cold, uh, mm-hmm. but whatever I have to do to bring your vision to life, I'll I'll do it. I'll I, do listen, it for the Tanya, craft. I want to take care of you, I, but I that's what I thought. Like I thought you were a really smart, good artist, and you would want to sort of donate to the craft. And that's what yeah. happened, right? A woman came up to you at Jiffy Lube wearing nip covers and a and a hula skirt and yeah that's what happened right uh, i mean yeah, this, this was... is my true life like sorry you know okay no right. no never apologize for your art i apologize for i don't know get, taking too much attention away from the play because that's what it's all about thank you tanya i accept now let's move on to the third scene the denouement <laughs> if you will it's really just me lit beautifully with some fog, and this one's called Alone. If you could intro it again, I'd really appreciate that. Alone. Oh, where, oh, where could my baby be? (laughs) The Lord took her away from me. She's gone to heaven or wherever. She's not returning my calls. Diana, Diana, suck my balls. Wow. Or will you marry me? (laughs) (laughs) And we cut to in the theater, and he's just delivered that final line. Uh, And the the lights slowly fade to black with just one spotlight on him. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <gasps> is that you clapping? Um, Diana, is that you? If so, say your own name. It's me. It's your mom. Good job, <laughs> honey. Shit. Good job, honey. Thank you, mom. Yeah. I I I, I missed the water girl in the last scene. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That one was just for me, I guess. Sorry, are we doing a talk back here? I'm sorry. I just kind of started to talk back. I don't, I don't. <laughs> no, mom. It's okay. I'm used to it. Okay. I'll see you outside. I brought you flowers. Good job. Okay. I'm proud okay. Of you. All right. I'm going to go backstage. Oh my God, you guys! Thank oh you so god. much. That was so good. Oh my god! Oh, so good. Oh what a god. freaking rush! Oh, it went so well. Didn't it go so good? We the didn't rehearse any of that so stage good. combat. We didn't rehearse any of that stage combat. You really laid into my in and out character, dude. Wow, I wanted it to be fresh, dude. I couldn't tell you what I was going to do, or you would have like reacted weird. Okay, well, that's right, Lyle. Congratulations. Okay. Do you got Babe, a stuffy is your nose, nose? okay? <laughs> no, he, he punched me in the nose. I just remembered. <laughs> I just remembered. Uh, okay, great. Thank you. That's the last one where I'm in all of the scenes and no one else is. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with that. Okay, great. Um, that is a big thing in the theater world. I mean, like, not exactly that, obviously, but... There's always kind of the brooding guy who everybody kind of, uh, like, magnetizes to. Did you feel that also? Or have oh, you, yeah. like, noticed that those guys, it's such a funny type of guy. Um, who's Is like, he the yeah. leading man in the plays and then, like, yeah. also kind of just becomes that way socially? Yeah, it's yeah. just, like, in class, they're just so cool. And every scene they do, like, even the teachers are enamored with them. Like, the teachers mm-hmm. are horny for them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird type of, uh, at least I, I maybe I was hyper aware of it because I wasn't that guy, but. <laughs> it's a guy no, who doesn't really say a lot. Yeah. Um, but, like, when they do, it's, like, deep, but a little too deep where you're like, what is, oh, what do they do when they're not in acting class? Yeah. You know? Oh, God. Yeah. Just and it's to... like you're kind of surprised that they're doing acting, you know, because they're yeah. like so tough that you're mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? And then they have like a surprising vulnerability. Yeah. Right. Now it's a real thing. It's like, did you used to be part of a tough guy group? And then one day we're like, <laughs> I'm just not going to talk to you guys anymore. And then go be an actor. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. how'd you get so dirty and be in a theater? <laughs> I hope I, I haven't talked about this before, but I've been thinking about this lately when people like get met, like an actor says something about some like thing that's in the zeitgeist maybe a political thing or something or that that, like and everyone gets mad because it was like stupid or thoughtless or whatever and it's like you know most actors are fucking idiots like we should not be listening to anything they're saying these people like you know it's not very smart people as a whole i would say it's like vapid people who look good yeah, I, I like feel like people should watch Housewives for similar reasons in terms of being like, we shouldn't listen to wealthy people mm-hmm. just because they're wealthy. Because mm-hmm. it's just so many wealthy people who are like, you bless them, are like so dumb or like, I don't know. It's just like, 
are so dysfunctional that you're like, this person shouldn't be in charge of anything. And they made them, <laughs> they made, they're a millionaire. They're a self-made millionaire and we should never listen to them because they're crazy. Yeah. Right. Fame and wealth doesn't make them like better people or it doesn't mean that they know more. Yeah. Right. If anything, it makes them lazy. It makes people <laughs> lazy. Yes. I think it does. It does like if you've worked really hard to get famous as an actor, you know, you weren't doing any other kind of work. <laughs> like it's not it's not necessarily a trade where you learn a bunch of other stuff while you're doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're yeah. not studying science to be an actor or even the news, <laughs> you know, like, like you're just sort of acting in fantasies, you know, you're studying yeah. people, <laughs> the good ones, the good ones. Yes. Are. The good ones are studying people. That's right. Yeah. But it's so true. Cause it's like, I guess it's like, if, okay. If people have seen you act or whatever. They feel like, I don't know, like you're a leader or like you're confident, but it's true. I hate, I despise how much confidence will like just be like, oh, that person seems confident. We should just mm -hmm. go with what they said. And it's mm -hmm. like never, almost never like the case that that person uh, is is like more right than like a quiet person. But yes. it's like where I feel, I feel like d like a dumb animal when I believe a confident person. I'm like, they said that like very declaratively. Yeah. And it's like, I shouldn't have listened to that person. Why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel that way about TikTok where I'll like <laughs> see something on TikTok and I'll see it a lot. Like, have you guys seen this thing on TikTok where I'm going to show where like people are doing like this with their stomach? <laughs> like they do. The, they're like, do this with your stomach for two weeks and you'll become like a skinny little bitch. And so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, oh, my God, that's it. I should mm -hmm. do mm -hmm. that for two weeks. And I did it for two days. And then I was like, no, this is this is a lot. This is Where a lot. Where am I fat now? <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot, Allie. Right. Oh, God. I have that same thing on TikTok. I keep seeing all these things. They're like, here's how you become an Amazon reseller to make four extra thousand dollars a month. And it's like, you just go to TJ Maxx and Marshalls, scan the cheap stuff, and then send it to Amazon, and you make a profit. And I'm like... Why does this sound so good to me? <laughs> like, like, why do I want to do this so bad? I think it's because it's like getting around any sort of real work, you know? And I'm like, yeah. hey, it's not real work, but it still seems grueling. <laughs> so I, it's, I don't yeah. know why I'm attracted to it. For, for me, it would be getting to go to TJ Maxx. Yes. Like, I find that like a very relaxing place. So right. I would be like, oh, my job is I go to TJ Maxx and I like find the bargains. Yeah. Like, that sounds. I just buy like 50 calming. of the same shorts and then send them to Amazon <laughs> and then I make millions of dollars. I find TJ Maxx to be the opposite of relaxing. I find it to be chaotic <laughs> and anxiety inducing. Because when I go there, I see a bunch of stuff that I'm like, should I? have this like i see like so many glass jars and i'm like do i need glass jars oh my god i need i need glass jars of multiple different sizes and oh i need more plates and it's like and they're so yeah. cheap i should get more stuff mm -hmm. boxes i need it's, hat boxes it's, it's like the layout is very enticing because at first you're like shoes yeah maybe clothes okay maybe and then you're like well yeah i probably do need a sleep mask or something and then <laughs> yeah. it just increases yeah. from there and then you're upstairs in sheets being like i need a whole new sheet set right. i do need an air fryer that's attached to a deep fryer like i <laughs> yeah. do need a weird combo thing <laughs> I think $7 for a kettlebell is a good price. <laughs> stupid not to get it. Right. I also feel like there's like a little bit of like a hierarchy of like those stores because it's not like secondhand, but it is like, 
what would you call it? Like discount, discounted, like yeah. On its way to liquidation or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's like TJ Maxx, Ross, Marshalls, and for me, Ross is always the one that is like the dirtiest. <laughs> like, like I go in there and it's like some of these clothes are dirty. Like, not just <laughs> the store is a mess, but there's like dust all over them or something. Yeah. Rosses are very. I would say the uh, for your list, I would go like uh, ascending. Ross, TJ Maxx, Home Goods, Marshalls. Yes, mm-hmm. is that right? I think that's. I don't know where I to think that's And Home Goods is hard I to add in there because it's not a clothing place, right. so you can't. Really... Nordstrom Rack also is in there. Nordstrom I think Rack, Nordstrom Rack, Rack is kind of nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. yeah, it's nice, but the organization gives me more anxiety than a TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's more organized or less. You're saying there's no. It's the logic makes less sense to me. Uh, where it's like, yeah, the logic of a TJ Maxx does hit like a primal thing in my brain where it goes. <laughs> I like I get how this store works, and when I walk into a Nordstrom Rack, I like want to like. I can't like I, I get anxiety because yeah. I'm like I don't right. know where to start. I don't understand the flow, and then I end up with like a weird ruffled shirt that I'm like, <laughs> and you're like I don't I even want this. this. What, <laughs> why did I, I buy think this? this? Is what humans wear? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like those stores have that like broken windows thing where it's like oh it's kind of messy in here. I'll just grab ten things and try them, but I'll just like leave them wherever I feel like it. Yeah. There's not a <laughs> yeah. there's not a system, so I'm not gonna try to fit into one i'm just gonna go crazy like it's just a self-fulfilling worse and worse problem exactly their thing is like well do you want to pay eight dollars for shorts or do you want your clothes to be in the place you expect them because you can't have both (laughs) we're not paying the overhead of somebody who puts the clothes back so exactly yeah yeah that's also i'm oh oh, go ahead (laughs) great Hey, um, sorry to bother you. I know you're uh, folding some shirts up here. I was just wondering if you guys had this shirt, uh, same shirt, but in a larger size. I could only find a medium, but I'm looking for like more of an extra large. <sighs> yeah, I'm on a cigarette break right now, but yeah, I'll help you out. I'm, this is my shirt I'm folding, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. I didn't see the cigarette. But, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I was on the ground here because I was folding my shirt because I'm changing shirts because <laughs> I sweat through my first shirt today. Man, it sounds like you're having kind of a hard day. I'm sorry to bother you. Should I find someone else? No, everyone here is going to be how I am. So, <laughs> I mean, you can. You can if you want to. No, no. I mean, that, that sounds good. Um, so, what's the deal? Yeah, you, know. you want the shirt to be bigger? Yeah, I like. I really like this um, uh, Nautica shirt. I just I needed it an XL rather than a medium. Oh yeah, Nautica, uh, you got a good eye. Thank you. Well, looking at this one, um, I think I saw one of those in the pile. Um, if you go to pile? pillows, there's uh-huh. a someone left. I, I walked past. I, I stepped over the pile in pillows. It's a pile of pillows, and I think someone might have left one on on the ground over there. There oh. is an Izod of that in blue that looks pretty similar on the rack, if you like Izod. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll go check out the pile. Is that is that something that's always there, or is that just a today thing? Man, I am on my break. I'm sorry. I, well, no, I I'm asked. sorry. I did a lot. I've done a lot already. It's <clears throat> okay, the, you know. Okay. I'll go check it out. No, yeah. no big deal. I, if it's not there, you'll find a. It'll it, you know someone got to it before you. Okay. And there's Help. no like. Help. <laughs> What? <laughs> Are you okay? What's going on? Sorry, I was in that pile. Yeah, God. you were getting crushed by some pillows and ugh, dirty shirts. I was looking, I was looking for uh, uh, some guest jeans, 
And while I was reaching down into the pile, a huge avalanche of clothes were thrown on top of me. Burberry vests, <laughs> Chanel skirt suits. Oh, my God. That sounds like pretty nice <sighs> stuff. Did you Are you okay? And did you find anything you like? Uh, only darkness. <laughs> um, oh only God. darkness is in that pile. But uh, good luck to you. Yeah, no, thank you. you. I've been having a really hard time finding a larger version of the same shirt. I mean, are you having any luck here? Everything is just all over the place, right? Yeah. Did you say a larger version of the same shirt? (gasps) Huh? What? What? Yes, I I did. Did A larger version. Version of the same shirt. Yeah. All right, you two. You two. Are you a cop? No, we're just consumers. No, no, no. All right. All right. All right. I got. All right. I've got a larger version of that Nautica shirt in here. This is. How much is that one? Wait, I'm sorry. You have a bunch of hanging shirts inside of your (laughs) trench coat? Wait, are you selling shirts in this Nordstrom rack? Oh, my God. Look how organized her coat is. This is my zone. This is my zone. I've been here for three months organizing the stuff in my jacket. So if you don't like how this is run, you should go to Children's Shoes. You should see what Margaret. You should see if you want to deal with Margaret because I don't. I don't think you're going to like her no, prices. No, please, please. So. I'll, I'll take the shirt. So what do I do? I pay you a surcharge and then I go buy it at the front? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I can also check you out. I also work here. I oh, you do you work right here. here. Okay. Yeah, this is also, I have a scanner. So we, we do a thing where we just kind of check you out wherever you're standing sometimes. Okay, great, great. Uh, well, here, I'll give you a card for the shirt. And then how much is the extra for the organization? Oh, it's okay. It's uh, $7 extra for the organization. Okay, I'll give you that in cash. Perfect, thank you. You got it. And Thanks then, for the um, shirt. Absolutely. Would you like your receipt emailed or printed? <laughs> no receipt. I'm not coming back here. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Thank you so much. God. And you said uh, I was looking for, like, I'm going to a birthday party for my kid's friend, and I'm tasked to get him a gift. I was looking for, like, a kid's shirt or something like that. Do you have I'm anything on my like break that? break now. I've been on my break for 20 seconds, sir. Oh, okay. So, uh, I'm so sorry. sorry. Yeah, just, no, I'm no, sorry. No, I'm on a break now. No, yeah, I didn't so. see the cigarette. It was kind of behind your back. Sorry about that. Yeah, it was because I was, yeah, sorry. I was folding my jacket up. <laughs> I sweated through it. No problem. Okay, I'm going to go check with Margaret uh, in kids, I think. Kids shoes. Okay, great. Hello? Hello? Hello, is there a Margaret in here? Yes. Deep, deep in the back. <laughs> Uh, can you come out? I don't really want to go that much further in. Kid Shoes is like a scary... I thought I just saw an owl as I walked in here. That's Tom. Ignore him. <laughs> I did. But... <laughs> Wait right the there. Path. To reach Margaret, you must beat three feats of strength. And the final feat is to best me. <laughs> three feats of strength? Uh, what are they? One, you must eat this entire bag of the sweet popcorn from the... Oh, uh, man, the... I've never heard of this brand. <laughs> well, yeah, they're all... Sweet only... pop... And it's not kettle corn? It's no, like it's sweet, sweet popcorn? It's popcorn that has been sweetened. <laughs> with Splenda? Why does it say with Splenda on the front? Nobody wants that. Well, Splenda's underlined, so they must think it's an exciting thing. Okay, so I got to eat this bag? That's number one, to speak to the great Margaret. Okay. God, I thought you were just like literally an owl that you put by the pool to scare other birds away. I didn't know you were a whole guy. I'm Tom. No, I'm Tom. Okay, well, let me just munch on this weird popcorn. 
That's <laughs> actually kind of good. Yeah, huh? That's the Splenda that's getting you wanting more flavor. Oh, it huh? is weird. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. So I ate that little bag. What okay. else? Okay. Feet the second. You must pull down from on high one gift for Margaret. Oh, shoot. And is it is it just any gift? Can I grab it out of children's shoes? Do I have to go somewhere else? She works in children's shoes. Do you think she needs more of those? Okay, I'm sorry, Tim. She is uh, having trouble organizing her cereals, though. <laughs> okay, oh, I saw a cereal organizer that's it, four in it, one. It, oh! oh. Okay, let me run back to, you would think it would be in odds and ends, but it's in boys' underwear. <laughs> Let me, yeah, let me grab that real quick. I'll be right back. Okay, okay. So here, I got a, I have a wonderful gift for her. This organizes all of her cereal. You pour it in one spout, but it goes into four different containers. There you go, sir. That's the man that was wandering around boys' underwear. <laughs> I'm allowed to do that. I'm allowed. I, I wasn't trying any on. I, I, was, I, I got the cereal thing. You know that's there. Sir, is that true? Were you wandering around boys' underwear, picking things up, sort of No, squinting? actually, I was wandering around cereal containers, and there happened to be a boys' underwear section there also. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. Okay, I see what happened. Yeah, I see what happened. This is, uh, yeah, this makes okay. sense to me. Yes. Okay, okay, okay Happy good. shopping. This is normal. Thank you. Another Thank day you. not finding a pervert. I'll find a pervert one day. <laughs> I think I'll go see <laughs> Margaret now. Thank you very much. To get a kid's gift for my son's friend. <laughs> Enter my domain. Oh, my God. It's just a regular room full of baby shoes. <laughs> How may I help you? Uh, you're Margaret, right? I heard you have whatever I need as long as it's in the kids department. <laughs> you heard correctly. Well, this guy, he's sort of a troublemaker. He comes over to my house and he eats all the peanut butter and jelly. And then he's sort of like, he's a roughhouser, but he's nice to my son and they're really good friends. So I want to get him something cool for his birthday. Ah, uh, yes. I know exactly the pair of shoes. Tom's for children. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go get them. Okay. Oh, oh, wait. Oh my God. Your face just went totally white. I'm sorry. I just, do you hear the clock strike three? You know what that means. What? It's time for my break. No, I didn't even see the cigarette. Come on. Come on. Okay, everybody, time to open presents. Um, Unfortunately, one parent didn't bring my son a present, but all the other kids and parents did. And for you all, I am grateful. Uh, and I'm sorry to my little son, who could not be here right now because he's eating some peanut butter. You know, this is quite a speech before the presents, I will say. <laughs> I know it was me that did it. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever shopped for kids? Like, do you have little, like, nephews or nieces or anything? I find it hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've been doing it longer, right? Yeah. You're, I, you, yeah, I have I, a niece. I have a nephew. Cool. The thing that, like, I didn't realize is, like, how much poison are in toys or, like, (laughs) how, like, chokeable toys are. Like, all the toys I wanted to buy are all of the, like, cute little tiny pieces. And I, you know, have been told, like, no, they can choke on that. And it's, like, now I have to, whenever I buy anything, I'm, like, can Olivia put this in her mouth and not die? (laughs) Uh, 
And so I've been getting a lot of books. Uh, my niece loves yeah. books. Um, and I, there's just really funny one that's like an ABC book, but I got it like, oh God, at a discount store. And so it's like a really weird ABC book where all of the animals, like each letter goes with an animal, but it's never like, you know, you know, C is for cat. In, in this book, it's like C is for cormorant. <laughs> which is a kind of like large African bird. <laughs> so I'll be like going through the ABCs with her and it'll be like, you know, B is for bongo, a large African antelope. C <laughs> is for cormorant. And it's like, she's not, this is like, there's no way that she's like absorbing this. Right. Um, but that's what I paid for. You know, you get what you pay for. How, um, how old is she? Did you say? She is 14 months. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say 14. 14. <laughs> I was like, years. that's a strange choice, years, I will say. Years oh. old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but have you been having yeah. fun, Mia, buying stuff? Yeah, I ran into the same issue. Well, at first, I thought I didn't really have to, like, get him presents because I was like, he won't remember. I, I was, like, making mm-hmm. him a blanket, and then I finished with a blanket, and my mom was like, well, what are you getting Hugh for Christmas? And I was like, the blanket I made. And she was like, <laughs> you were already going to give him that. And I was like, okay. And then, um, yeah, and then I went to I went to Powell's City of Books, and I uh, was, like, looking around, and then... Same thing. I was looking at the toys and they all looked fun, but I was like, I don't know if he will hurt himself or like if he'll, if this is for him, I don't, I don't know. So then I um, was like, oh, it'll be sweet if I get him books that meant a lot to me when I was a kid. And like, and then I got really into it and I was like, me and my nephew are going to be best friends and we're going to connect over this book. Mm -hmm. And so I got him these books and I uh, didn't realize until I got it home when I was trying to inscribe them that someone's grandma, Powell's does like a lot of like used books too in great condition. So someone else's grandmother had already written a huge inscription. <laughs> <laughs> and you just ripped it out. <laughs> no, I, left, I thought it was funny. So I left it in there and then I wrote another one next to her. And I was like trying to talk myself. I was like, it'll be so cute because it'll go around all the world and everyone will like write little notes to the babies in it. And then instead my sister and her husband opened it and they were like, oh, an inscription. <laughs> and then they read it. And it was like to a different child. <laughs> um, but I think, but I think he's gonna like it when he oh, yeah. uh, when when he gets older because he's um he's like nine months. Mm, cute. What's the book? Cute. What's this one? Oh, it's this uh like it's it's okay it's it's a little it's uh it's about like I think it's called like the Raven or something and it's like about. By uh, <laughs> yeah, very no. dark. Very dark. <laughs> no, it's no. The logic's like wild. I loved it when I was a kid. It's about like a native girl who's like, uh, it's like this raven wants to hang out with her, so he like tricks her, and he. I don't. It's like a whole. It's like a convoluted like scheme of his. <laughs> he turns himself into uh, like a pine needle and drops into water, and then she drinks the water, and then he turns into a baby, and then she has the baby, and then. He like steals the sun, maybe, but I loved it. The I sun loved it so much. In the sky, the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you get like a box that's like the sun. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's like really when you're a kid, you're like, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, the <laughs> yeah, magic. Yeah, he turns into a pine needle. He steals the sun, but they're all friends. And then and then her baby like flies away, I think, which is sad. But or maybe he doesn't. I think he does. Um but yeah, I got him that in another book that I I, went, I don't remember what the other book was. But um, 
yeah, I'm really looking forward to discussing it with him when he can talk. I'm really excited to share a book called Underwear with my nieces that's about <clears throat> a bunch of animals who are happy. And there's one, I think, a buffalo who's really, like, in a bad mood and won't, won't like, come out of his bad mood or whatever. And they're like, come on, just play with us, just whatever, like... And the whole thing is like, if you say underwear enough times, you can't help but laugh because underwear is funny. Mm. And then eventually they say like, they're like, just try it. And this like grumpy old buffalo goes like, okay, underwear. Dumb. I don't I'm still sad. Underwear. <laughs> it just keeps going until they all start cracking up. And I guess that was my favorite book. That's a good one. Oh, that's a perfect one for you. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes great yeah. sense. It yeah. also teaches them like what like rule of... Is it what's it called? Rule of 37 yes. or something? Yes. Where it's like something's not funny and then you say it enough times and it gets, starts to be funny. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, the one, if you want to be a fun aunt or uncle, I, I didn't get this for my niece, but it was the one, the last one we read when I was visiting was called I Need a New Butt. And it's a kid who sees he has a butt crack and he thinks his butt's broken. So he goes around being like, I need a new butt. <laughs> and he's like, trying to, he's like trying to, he's like planning all the ways he's going to replace his butt. It's like, maybe I'll get a car butt that like right. honks a horn when I fart or whatever. It's a good like. Kids books are like the actual kind of content I guess I'm interested in. Yeah. Like that yeah. sounds great. Like I want to write kids books and kids movies, not like adult capers. Yeah. yeah. It, I would love to write, I need a new butt. It's very like. I agree. We all, we all lit up. When you describe the premise, we're like, yeah. yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah, he thinks he needs a butt. <laughs> also, I identify you guys, with that. <laughs> do you guys feel like people have shifted to writing children's books all of a sudden? Do you feel like that? I feel like I've noticed that where like a few of my peers are now writing children's books. And I'm like, wait, are we, Can do we, should we, are we all doing that? Is this, are, like, are children's yeah. books a new podcast? Should we get, get <laughs> I don't know. But like all of a sudden on Instagram, it's like a lot of people I know are writing children's books and I don't want to, but I'm like, wait, it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, should right. I be taking uh, classes? Or, uh, right. UCB? <laughs> 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 should I be taking the children's book class? Book class. They're all getting like lit agents, like children's book lit agents. I'm so, I'm like, what's happening? How many friends have children's book lit agents? Two. (laughs) Mia, let's write a children's book. Absolutely. A children's rom-com. So. I was going to ask that about your podcast. Since you guys like dissect rom-coms all the time, like how many rom-coms have you now written knowing exactly how they work? (laughs) You know, like. It's so bad. None. <laughs> None. <laughs> you but should. I think about it a lot. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Now, because now, we like, and we always like mix them up to each other like a lot. Yeah. We'll just have, we'll just, it'll be like trope palooza. But I have some in like my back pocket I want to get out. Nice. Yeah. It's hard because like, um, and you, that's, you see it with like modern rom coms. They have such crazy reasons why like two people can't be together because now, like in modern days, there's really nothing keeping. <laughs> people uh, like apart from each other so you have to like build these crazy like like devices to keep mm. them apart right and that's how you get weird ones like the wedding planner where it's like i fell in love with my wedding planner yeah. um and it's like which holds <laughs> up yeah. right. good. Good. shocking shocking the wedding planner with 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 j-lo i would just watch it and i was like there's no way this holds up and i was like this is delightful the whole bit with like the string cheese and it's like the, you know, the giant like stone penis that breaks off in her hand. And then it's like, oh, stuck. the stone penis. God, that's <laughs> yeah, so funny. That's so funny. 
That is such a good thing. She gets her she gets her heel caught in a manhole and then a dumpster gets loose and is gonna crush her and Matthew McConaughey has to save her. Save her and from a like, dumpster. <laughs> it and works. You're like, yeah, that would be scary. Yeah. That would be scary if that happened. I find watching I haven't watched a ton of rom com coms, rom coms. <laughs> but uh I'll go through like phases like what like when I watch those McGrath ones for your podcast, I was like, Oh, I'll watch more rom coms now. And I find that one thing that I noticed is uh, a lot of them require in the story, like, I I feel like society has moved on to a point where you see a relationship like that and you go like, oh, he's a narcissist and she's a sociopath uh, (laughs) and they don't belong together. And you're almost like not rooting for them a lot of the time because their personality traits are such, so not like... Mm-hmm. Humanized for or, or, uh, for what we do now, it's hard to explain. But like, like my best friend's wedding, the whole thing is her going to a oh, wedding God. to try to uh, uh, like break up the couple, and it makes her feel very unlikable. Sociopath and narcissist are a great way to describe the yeah. character dynamics yeah. in that movie. Yeah, I thought that's I yeah that the um Ugh. was it long shot the Seth Rogen uh, Charlize Theron one was like one of the better modern rom coms where the, it felt like used the tropes but was believable enough and like you liked the characters yeah yeah and, and it avoid i i loved long shot and it avoided a pitfall of like which which at first was revolutionary seth rogan and like a hot lady at first was like this is so cool we're changing the leading man and then after a while it was like okay wait what are we doing here like like this feels like rote and strange and then when that came out i was like oh they're gonna do it again but it uh first of all their chemistry is amazing his chemistry with charlie's there on is amazing and then the the reason that they could like connect is so good because they were like um childhood she friends. Was, they had history. yeah it was like a child right. yeah they had a history yeah. Right. yeah it all works so well yeah and yeah. then it twists a lot of, yeah, like the old school tropes in that one too. Like, like Charlize Theron, like that one, like she's got a lot of like sexual agency in that movie too, mm, which is right. like really nice to see in like a big budget rom-com. Yeah. It's just like a nice modern version. Of, like it's not totally different. It's just like, oh, we haven't seen this version yet. You know, like yeah. the, a version of a similar story maybe. Uh, okay, yeah, everybody. With these like very yeah. specifics. Uh, all right, everybody. We, um, uh, you're some of the... Hottest up and coming young writers in in the Hollywood world. I mean, I, first of all, I'm honored to be in the room with a lot of you. Uh, uh, great Twitter feeds, great you know work. We've seen some of the indie work you've all worked on. We are trying now to put together a rom com that nobody has seen. You know what I mean? It's so obvious now, uh, and everything's been done. So we're trying to figure out. Who are these people that would fall in love? What keeps them apart? Do you understand what I mean here? So I just wanted to do a little brainstorming session and and, and get to work on the script myself. Hmm. Hmm. Right. So something we've, that we've never seen before. In a yeah, world. absolutely. Um, for sure, for sure. Uh, you know, because it's like, and it, uh, the, it, you know, what have we seen before when Harry met Sally? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or uh, emailing and, and having a relationship. You know, it's all been done. What is? What are we doing now? You know, what about this? Is just random. This is just sort of brainstorm, right? Throwing stuff out, seeing what hits the wall and sticks. Yeah, right? absolutely, absolutely. Okay, great. What about carrier pigeons? I just haven't seen a carrier pigeon story before. It's sort okay. of a long lost pen pal situation. Well, love it. I don't know. Okay, so it's two people. Is it in modern times, do you think? Or is this like a 1700s? Yeah, if it's in modern times, it's probably got to be places that don't have, you know, mail or phones or email. So maybe old. 
Okay, maybe old. Okay. But carrier pigeons, I mean, I can even see that in the modern world. Maybe it's too, maybe it's uh, too Amish people or something like that. I don't know who don't mm-hmm. use phones. But yeah, well, great. Uh, carrier pigeons, we'll write that down. And um, should we run with that or do we have other ideas? I don't want to run with the first idea just because it's the first one. Yeah, yeah. I have a kind of like idea where it's like uh, one guy like builds carriages and another woman, uh, you know, makes candles on their uh, on their kind of feudal estate. Uh And they kind of like fall in love and it's kind of like enemies, you know, to lovers kind of a thing. Okay. Fall in love by candlelight. You know, she makes candles, go on romantic carriage rides. Great, great. I love it. I'm going to write that down. And I, there's something I want to flag, but I don't want to change anyone's thinking here. Is It sounds like we're just kind of going back 400 years with the pitches, uh, which is fine. Oh, which is fine. I love yeah. that one. I'm going to write it down. By the way, and everybody, we got Phil's coffee here. So everybody get some coffee. Uh, oh, enjoy. my God. It's great. We got vegan donuts also. So please enjoy. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate y'all coming. Uh, but I love that um, idea, and I am going to write that down. <clears throat> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've got, I've got, okay. I've got something a little different. I don't know. We, we sure haven't really like seen this before, but I don't know if it's like, if it's too young, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but so I'm thinking like two college students, okay, you know, so yeah. we're, we're sort of taking it down a bit to, for like, um, you know, the TikTok teens and, um, they're in love and they hit it off. And one's, uh, the, the girl's like really smart and snarky and the guy's like a bit of a, you know, bit of a lad. And, um, and then he gets dysentery. And they haven't found a cure for it. So. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. He died. Okay. And you're saying they are somewhere on earth where there isn't a cure for dysentery yet, or they haven't discovered it. Because we do have a, we, we, uh, we can deal with dysentery now in in a lot of ways. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. So I guess it would have to be somewhere in the world where they, sorry, sorry. It's just, I love this idea so much. Sorry. No, I I guess it has to be somewhere in the world. Right. Where there, there is no I think it's fresh. It's really yeah. fresh. No offense to you. I mean, you're the proctor. You're sort of running this. The producer, you're, you know, it's your idea technically. But we were all on the blacklist this year, okay? Yes. We are all up-and-coming hot writers. And no offense, but I feel like you're not really that open to our ideas. I'm sorry. You're right. I mean, I maybe, you know, I was around in the 90s. I punched up. Uh, a lot of rom-coms that you may have heard of, you know, and I contributed to a lot of them. And mm-hmm. um, Matthew McConaughey is a close friend of mine. And so... Oh, my God. Uh, maybe I wow. am... Maybe I am being a little out of touch. It, it's just a surprise to me that some of the young 20-somethings that are on the blacklist are pitching me all ideas. That That, that last one was like an organ trail, it felt like. Well, almost. let me try another one. I feel like oh, I a- get what you're saying. Yeah. You don't want it to be specifically old... Uh, what about this? So we're used to seeing like, uh, you know, a schlubby guy who sort of turns it all around to win the lady who never thought that, you know, she would even see him. Uh Right. So what if this one was about a fair maiden who shits in a hole and it has to, there's no toilets. So it just goes all the way down in the air. It just, it, you just like shit on like the 50th Mm -hmm. floor of the castle and it goes all the way down to the ground. And the guy is the guy who cleans the shit trap. (laughs) Oh my God. What a meet you. Oh my God. What a meet you. Yes, because she shits on his head and then she's like, it's medieval. (laughs) Oh, he says that? Oh my God. Yeah, that'd be like a catchphrase. I don't know. I'm just like spitballing. 
I would like to oh, try. Oh, because I love that. Oh, you do love that. You both do. <laughs> well, because a lot of rom-coms say the title of it in the dialogue, so it could be called It's Medieval. Yeah, exactly. And then, he, yeah. and then he gets shit on. What I like about rom-coms is they are kind of modern <laughs> and relatable to the people in the era. They're always like right? a good exactly. totem for the time. So I'd like to try this, okay? Um, Jonah mm-hmm. Hill has been interested in doing a rom-com and kind of moving into that world, okay? Mm. Um, and we have been Good talking... Uh, I see him on a horse. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I, in a modern one, uh, <laughs> so we're thinking of, like something with Jonah Hill, and right now we're in talks with Issa Rae, maybe. Um, oh. so, um, and th- they kind of were thinking about something, um, you know, when I talked with them about it, that maybe um, something that's almost like uh, physically like uh, uh, claustrophobic, almost because so many rom coms are open world. What if we put that on its head? Does that make sense to you? Um, you know, yeah, Jonah yeah. had pitched like on a plane, like a, a, the whole rom-com takes place with a flight attendant and oh. a passenger. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that gives me an idea. What if, you know, Issa, Issa Rae and, and Jonah Hill are on a plane and this horrible flood comes and they have to make sure that two of every animal gets on that plane so that they can continue kind of like humans existence and wow animal existence and like then they're on that plane with all of those animals for like 40 days and 40 nights as they try to like oh my gosh if i could spitball if i could oh, back please, on this please, 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 please. Creative juices are yeah, yeah, i'm yeah, just yeah, thinking yeah. because you said flood and animals that a plane might be too fragile so what if it's like a some sort of like large like boat type thing, like yeah. an arc. Like keep all the animals. Yes, on yes, it. exactly. Like right? an arc. Like yeah. an oh arc. God, yeah, like an yes. yeah, like an arc. Yeah. That's and what it. if? And what if? What if these two people replace the one person who we all know gets two animals on an arc, and that's the whole romance? Do they get with an animal, or do they get with each other? It's right? like Love Island. It's like Love they, Island, but with animals because uh-huh. they're all partner up, and then they're stuck. There, it's like a fresh we, take on bestiality. Exactly, uh-huh. a fresh take on bestiality. Which a you said you wanted a fresh take on. <laughs> yeah, you said you wanted fresh takes, right? And there's nothing fresher than that. I can't what if it's like it. exactly 400 years old? <laughs> I am going to be totally honest with you. I thought at least one of you would not be that excited about a fresh take on bestiality. I think I am feeling a little crazy here. Maybe I'm more out of touch than I thought. By the way, we've got John and Vinny's over there. We've got garlic bread. We've got a... Oh, my God. Oh, sweet. All the snacks. Uh-huh. Uh, eat up. Enjoy yourselves. We're going to be Well, here is there something that's working for you guys right now? Like, do you have anything in pre-production or sort of development that, like, does fit the mold? Because maybe we're just not really getting what you're looking for. Well, we're doing... Um, uh, what are we doing? The uh, Amy Schumer is doing something right now that she has in pre-production that we love. Oh, she's oh great. God. I've worked with Amy before. Oh, have yeah. you? Yeah. What'd you work with her on? Um, uh, too much hay. Say that one more time. <laughs> uh, we worked together on a project called uh, "Too Much Hay." Too much hay. Uh, oh, I heard about. Oh, that. I saw it's about that. yeah. It's like a kind of like fresh modern take on surfs and serfdom. Uh huh. Genius. 
Yeah, and how she's like a peasant. My um, understanding of millennials is completely wrong. I have to say that right now. It, I, I did not know you were so obsessed with, I think, just about four centuries ago, exactly. Isn't it and, so dark and trippy? Uh, and gritty. You know, it's like rom-coms, studio rom-coms are so, like, perfect, minty, fresh. Squeaky you know, we, clean. Yeah. Squeaky clean. We just want to do, like, something, like, gritty and dark and real. And, like, what's more real than, you know... Nothing. Well, Nothing. let's do this. All right, because this was kind of uh, an interesting uh, job. Let's go with the medieval one where the guy cleans up shit and the woman is uh, lives high in the castle. All right, let's yes. just pitch on that a little bit. I just want to work through this. So uh, maybe let's see. We, there's always the funny friend, uh, which we've got. Uh, you know, Gad is interested in, a, in the funny friend <gasps> role. Um, oh, Josh. Can I be honest? Yeah. Uh, when I was originally envisioning it, I was thinking of someone like a little bit older. Than Josh Gad? Same. Yeah, just like a little uh, bit. Like, I don't know, what's Josh Gad? Like 38, 39? That sounds about right, yeah. What if this actor was like, I don't know, like 400 <laughs> or like or like 430? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's impossible. For, for authenticity. Well, no, for I, authenticity. Think, I just think that's impossible because nobody really lives past 120, and that's even really, really Okay, old. I thought this was right. a safe space where we could just toss ideas out and, like, just yeah. throw things against the wall, and now you're, like, saying no and stuff. Okay. That felt like artistic prejudice. I know. That, I, yeah. like, I know. We know you came up in sort of, like, the rough and tumble, like, everyone was mean and stuff, but it's like, we all went to Emerson. We yeah. all had You can't therapy. cancel me for saying that there's no 400-year-olds... Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh my god, movie. he said it again. Oh <laughs> That's god. not offensive. Are you hungry? Oh Maybe god. eat one of those vegan donuts because you, you're a little, yeah. sounds like you're a little cranky. No. You turn into a monster when you haven't had your Snickers, okay, man? <laughs> you're talking about the commercials from like four years ago? Well, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not old relevant. enough, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. It's just still applied. Well, no, it's not that I'm hungry, it's that I'm annoyed that. It seems like you're going to. I see you pulling out your phones and trying to tweet. You're, you're trying to cancel me for saying there's no 400 year old actors. That's not a Jesus, thing. Jesus, he's ageist. God, you're so ageist. It's like, come on, man. I mean, he said it again. I don't Are you filming me? Don't film me, okay? I, you kids are being such. Oh, my God. All right. You also, you signed NDAs. You can't just go in here and immediately tweet about what we're talking about. All right. I sent that to my mom. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm, I look. I I was look. I studied directly under Richard Curtis, famed British rom com director. <laughs> I know what an NDA looks like and how it works. So, I worked my mother into the NDA, and you know that. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't know it was too much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was. A big my mom's point. in my NDA as well. <laughs> and she knows everything about this meeting. You're being live streamed to my mom. Just to my mom. I tweeted it to my 16,000 followers. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, you're fired then. <laughs> hey, are you trying to censor me? Uh, if I knew I was going to be censored, I'd work in Russia. Okay. <laughs> this is not. I would love to work in Russia after this experience. Well, this is not some sort of communistic experience. It's not censorship. I would do a state sanctioned propaganda video in Russia after having to have one meeting with you. Uh, sir. I bet they wouldn't need it to be all squeaky clean and modern. Everything you make want you want to look like Ready Player One or something. Sorry, dude. I wish you would not tear apart the quality of this meeting I'm giving you while eating all of the food I've given you. Uh, and another thing, <laughs> you're just you just want us all to be like that book, Ready Player oh, One. No. You want video games and coins and VR. 
and nano you nano obsessed with pop. coins you're obsessed with coins i am not you're always coins. saying bitcoin you're just like always saying bitcoin stop no the only time i said Please bitcoin stop. is when i told you i couldn't pay you in bitcoin <laughs> oh so now he said call. it again <laughs> oh my god who is offended here? What? <laughs> Sorry, I won't stop. That's okay, dude. Are you serious? That is prejudicial. I don't use current American money. I use future money or past money. I can't what even. What doesn't this guy get? I can't even logically put, parse apart in my brain how that's possible. All money is past money because gold coins, <laughs> shillings, <laughs> things like that. Tuppets, bulls. Yes, those all a work. Barter, a good old fashioned trade. My shoe for your scarf. So I would love clay to beads. barter with you. A good, oh, a good beads. mackerel. A good piece of fish. A solid. Oh, God, I have another idea. Oh, oh, oh. oh my God. Okay, so this is an entrepreneur. No, wait. This is a spice salesman, <laughs> and he is trying to sell his wares to a local. I don't know, woman that scoops shit out of the bottom of a castle I, or something or something. Yeah, but oh, this this man comes across on the Nina or the Pinta or the Santa Maria, either one. And he pitches to this shit wench that he gives her some spices and then it changes her life. She learns how to cook. She never had a spice before. She was cooking with shit before this, and she learns how to cook with spices. And all of a sudden, she becomes the most famous chef in town. And then they fall in love. I'm seeing. I'm seeing it now. I'm seeing them over a roaring campfire. Mm-hmm. Her ladling like a spicy sauce. Gently into his mouth, feeding yeah. him like a baby. No, that's and we don't know what's in the sauce, but we can we tell there's a little bit of poop in there. <laughs> there's a little bit of poop. Woods all around them, nature all around them, no electricity. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that so. Why much. did and then be? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, please, no, no, please, no. Please. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say um, if you really want, because I know you're really um, sensitive. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'll take things personally. We could have Josh Gad be in it. You know, he could be uh, a baby. He could be her assistant. You could be baby. <laughs> <laughs> have Josh Gad's great, 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 great uncle maybe play the lead. <laughs> yeah. So what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to. I don't know how many pitch meetings you've been to before. But usually we're doing broad strokes. You all got so, so focused on what was in the food she was feeding him. Shit, a little bit. And then we're already casting. I, you, you can't appease me in a shit-eating movie by saying Josh Gad's going to play a baby. What rom-coms have you ever seen where that would make sense? I saw Knight's Tale. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Name one more. Oh. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. In oh, love fuck off. Good. All right, we're done. Emma? <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> um, oh, good. Ryan, how are we on time? Do you know? I think we're pretty good. We're at like 118. Okay. Should, we, should we do it? We did it. We did it. Folks, we did it. Um, yes. 
What a lovely little afternoon I've had with Allie Jennings and Mia Shuffler. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Obviously, there's the P.S. I Love Rom-Coms podcast where you uh, and a guest watch rom-coms and discuss them. Um, and do you always rate them the way we rated them? Or was that specifically for Meg Ma- March Magnus? That was specifically for March Magnus. Okay. Uh, we usually have a very, very intense kind of rating system where we have a top five where rom-coms are always battling it out and replacing each other on it. March Magnus was just kind of like a right. uh, like a bracket kind of system, its own mm. thing. So who's leading? Who's been at the leaderboard for the longest on the top five? Oh, oh, tech. Well, maybe. Because we started with the top five highest grossing international rom-coms. So I would say maybe the only one that's never been booted ever is My Big Fat Greek Wedding. But or did yeah, we, we boot just, it? We just booted it. No, recently. I forgot. We, oh, did we just got boot the boot. It? Oh. For, ten, for 10 things I hate about you. You're so, which is worth it. Absolutely worth it. Love that one. That's a great it's one. So, so good. good. You know, so I rewatched good. that movie over quarantine and I, I didn't love it, or not rewatch, watch for the first time. I like missed that one in like the 90s time and it didn't work for me. I maybe I have to rewatch it with people who like it because it felt like well, a did little. Did you get the allegory for Shakespeare, Dan? <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you get it? It was about Taming of the Shrew. Did you, a modern did you hear day? FNT oh. by Semisonic play at the water balloon? <laughs> okay. Splashing and also, <laughs> young Heath Ledger rest become in. a star Jesus. in front of your eyes. Dan, sacrilege. I know. I'm sorry. I, I'll rewatch it because I didn't see any of well, these things. It happened. But it's, it happened with She's the Man. I had to rewatch it with a Shakespearean professor, and then I was like, I get it. Like, this is twelve. Now nine. I understand how good this is. Now I understand. Um, well, yes. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the pod. Yes. Is there anywhere else that people can find you or anything else you want to plug besides the podcast, your podcast? Yeah, you can uh, you can check out our pod's Instagram at P.S. I love rom-coms pod. And then you can check out my Instagram at Allie Jens with an S. <laughs> <laughs> That's A-L-L-I-E-J-E-N-S. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> And you can, yeah, that's, and that's our rom-com pod Instagram. And then you can follow me at it's Mia Schaffler, which we don't have to try to spell because it's S-C-H-A-U-F-F-L-E-R. What was the first two letters S-C-H. you said? Oh yeah, yeah. that's nice right. job. Wow, Dan, way to go. Oh, thank you. I, I, I didn't cheat when I said it, but every time you talk, it comes up on my uh, screen for Zoom. <laughs> so I have, it's right. been popping, but I've seen your name before. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, Ryan, anything we need to talk about? I don't think so. Just thank you to all of our listeners and patrons. And of course, uh, Casey Trailer for our theme song, Annie Wu for our logo, and Brian for all the wonderful editing and producing he does for us. We love you guys all. Yes. Patreon.com slash the man now dog. And uh, we love you guys all. Yes. We love you guys all. Thanks again for doing the show. Bye. 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 Bye.